even with me, with 35 years in the business, I've got to tell you, auctioning on a Saturday, there are so many times that, you know, you get, you get stuck. Typical example, and you're going to bring it up because we're going to talk about five mistakes agents make, right, from a legal perspective. And one of those was that they take a personal check at the exchange of contracts at an auction and um, you've seen horror stories there. Yeah, look, it's a bit of a minefield. And as I was saying just before we came on air, it's um, sort of a case of financial technology not having yet sort of caught up with the way auctions run. Um, I've had in the last two years uh, probably half a dozen or so uh, agents who have called me on Monday mornings in absolute like sweats because the personal check that they took at auction on Saturday has bounced. Um, and there's other instances, Tom, you spoke about it before, where there's been some kind of arrangement that agents have been awkwardly forced into uh, to, to, to doing it on a Saturday where they've said, look, don't bank this check on a Monday because it's probably not, it's probably going to bounce, but I'll come in with a bank check. Um, Tom, you asked the question, is it legal? Well, and I, I guess if you go back to the contract, the, the buyer has an obligation to provide 10% of the purchase price on exchange. And if they haven't provided that because it's a personal check that isn't backed by money, Strictly speaking, that's a breach of contract. And you, as the agent, I mean, you've probably presided over that, um, which is a very difficult situation to be in. But, you know, is it a case of sometimes needing to be done? Like, you know, a lot of people just can't get to it. They don't realise you have to get a bank check or a bank check will be preferable on a Friday and they don't know what amount to make out because they don't know how much they're going to bid. And you still you have those little FPOS machines that I think some agents are working with the moment but still that that relies on you having uh, all your sort of clearances with your bank to be able to make payment as I understand it so yeah Tom I don't really have a, a clear black and white answer for you other than look it probably is a breach of contract but is it something that happens and, and necessarily has to happen I think so at least until financial technology catches up yeah so the classic example that I can recall Jared what happens is property gets sold going once twice third and final call bang you get some, you know, young millennial in, um, you know, Chippendale or Newtown comes up to sign the contract and they say, okay, so, um, you know, I'll organise to get the money for you transferred on Monday. You say, no, 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 you've got to give us the money now. We need a cheque. Oh, mate, I don't have a chequebook. I don't use chequebooks. None of these 30-year-olds use chequebooks now, right? I don't have a chequebook. Um, oh, well, man, I've got the money. I can try an EFT it. They ring their bank. Oh, man, I've got a limit. I can only do 20, 25 grand. So, you know, you alluded to that before. Oh, dad's, you know, my dad's got a checkbook, but I don't know whether he uses it much. And then often a real estate agent might say, well, give me the check and then we'll swap a check on Monday. You come with a bank check. We won't bank it. So that avoids the, the bouncing issue. But it sort of sounds, it's sort of... Uh, uh, a band-aid solution, but maybe there's a situation there for one of the banks to come up with a solution to that problem. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Now, now I want to ask you, you know, uh, uh, agent, uh, by the way, Jared, I reckon Monday morning at 9 o'clock to 9.30, if someone's trying to urgently get you on the, on the phone, it's usually a problem. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Do you, as a general rule, Jared, you, your business, are you contactable on weekends or after hours? Oh, we got to be in our business. Like yeah, our, the, the, the agents we work with, um, they're doing deals at, you know, after hours and on weekends. So, yeah, no, we, we are. We are. I love that. Can I tell you, one of the things that does my head in 
is that we're stuck with a situation five minutes before an auction and what happens is the vendor says, listen, I, I, I really, I, I just want to speak to the solicitor. They can't get onto the solicitor and then they might not have built enough trust with the agent yep. to actually make the decision, right? Yep. So you're running around ringing numbers, you know, often there is no mobile solicitor's number with the people that you're dealing with. Um, I like that. I like the fact that you do that. I can see why your business has grown and you're doing, um, what did you tell me you did? You did 1,000? We did uh, 1,200 last year deals, yeah. 1,200 deals. Yeah, we don't get as paid as much as agents, so we've got to do a few more. <laughs> Man, if there was the REB awards for, uh, for conveyances, you'd be up there. Now, can I ask you, this is one that you brought up to me, which is the company issue, right? Man, yeah. like it always becomes a dilemma dealing with a company purchaser versus an individual and this whole thing about searches, guarantees, blah, blah, blah. What's the take on that? Oh, look, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of an issue. Um, I mean, the, the nightmare scenario, and you've probably seen it before, Tom, where someone's won an auction and they've gone down to put pen to paper and they said, oh, actually, no, can you put it in, uh, you know, Tom Panos Propriety Limited? And you're yeah. like, well, what the hell is that? You know, who, who is that? And it's a very important question because in order to legally enter into a contract in New South Wales, oh, sorry, sorry, in Australia, um, a company has to be has to has to sign has to, has to be signed by two directors, or if there's only one director, that director. Now you have no idea who that is. The guy that's just won at auction, he might say he's a sole director, but the only way he'd been able to tell. It's given you a test drive of real estate, Jim. Let me tell you, if you're a subscriber and a member of the gym, you'll be getting videos from our co-coaches all the time. You'll be getting mentors, you'll be getting scripts, you'll be getting dialogues, you'll be getting templates, and most importantly, my prospector, your personal accountability system to make more calls, get more appointments, get more listings. From around $10 per week, realestategym.com.au, your personal coach.